So our gospel lesson this morning is from Luke. Would you please stand if you are able for the reading of the gospel? Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, turning to them. He said, Whoever comes to me and doesn't hate father and mother, spouse and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even one's own life, cannot be my disciple. Whoever doesn't carry their own cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. If one of you wanted to build a tower, wouldn't you first sit down and calculate the cost to determine whether you have enough money to complete it? Otherwise, when you have laid the foundation but couldn't finish the tower, all who see it will begin to belittle you. They will say, here's the person who began construction and couldn't complete it. Or what king would go to war against another king without first sitting down to consider whether his 10,000 soldiers could go up against the 20,000 coming against him? And if he didn't think he could win, he would send a representative to discuss terms of peace while his enemy was still a long way off. In the same way, none of you who are unwilling to give up all of your possessions can be my disciple. This is the gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. So in light of that gospel message from Luke... I want to spend some time talking about the cost of discipleship. Now, if you're taking notes this morning, you can simply put the cost of discipleship is, and then give yourself room for five bullets. See, it's becoming more and more apparent to me as I live out my faith walk, as I live out my life as a disciple of Jesus Christ, that there is a cost of being his disciple. See, while the gift of grace is free and can't be earned, accepting that free gift comes with a very big price tag. There's a cost involved to being a disciple of Jesus. And the first cost, if you're taking notes, the cost of discipleship is self-denial. Matthew 16, 24 tells us, Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. If we back up to Matthew 10, verse 38, And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. And one more from Luke 14, 27. Who do, whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. See, there's a cost of discipleship, and that cost is denial of self. It can't be all about us. 
if we want to be a disciple of Jesus. If we want to take the free gift of grace, that gift of salvation, the gift of eternal life, if we want that blessing in our lives now and for our eternal future, if we want to be a part of the kingdom of God, we must deny ourselves and live for Him. What is self-denial then? If we're supposed to do it, what is it? Well, it means that we are not living for ourselves. Romans 14.7 We do not live to ourselves and we do not die to ourselves. See, Paul is saying it's not about us. Our life, our death, no part of it is centered around us. 2 Corinthians 5.15 And he died for all so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. Or Galatians 2.20 And it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And just one more from 1 Peter, chapter 4, verse 2. So as to live for the rest of your earthly life, no longer by human desires, but by the will of God. I think that's plenty of biblical evidence that the first cost of discipleship is self Denial. And because we must deny self the relationship we enter into with Jesus as his disciple must not be entered into lightly. A decision for Christ will change you. It will transform you into a new creation. Make no mistake about it. A decision for Christ will cause you to rearrange your priorities. So if you like where you're at, be careful what you ask for. It will cause you to think of others before yourself. It will cause you to let go of that anger Let go of the hatred and the prejudices that you have held on to like a security blanket all of your life. Oh, are we ready for that? It will cause you to make changes in your life and reevaluate your priorities and your relationships and your friendships and, yes, your habits. And change is never comfortable. In fact, it can be downright painful. So number two, the cost of discipleship is to be carefully considered. In Luke's Gospel, which we just read, For which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and estimate the cost? to see whether he has enough to complete it. 
Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Jesus is telling us that we need to make sure before we enter into a disciple-teacher relationship with him that we are prepared for a lifelong schooling. See, the semester never ends at Sanctification University. School is always in session. Graduation is glorification. And until that occurs, school's in. Jesus says, consider carefully the cost, but because to whom much is given, much is expected. And so the second cost of discipleship is that it must be carefully considered. Number three, the third cost of discipleship is total commitment to the will of God. Total surrender is required. Luke 14.33 So therefore none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. All my possessions. Wait a minute, preacher. I have worked hard for the things I've got. I can't give up my 50-inch flat screen. I can't give up my nice car, my nice house, my this or my that. Well, it's really not about those things. That's not what he's referring to. See, if those things mean all that much, then we can go ahead and keep them. Uh, keep them. But the, the point is, are you willing Are you willing to give up everything for Jesus? Are you willing to give sacrificially to the poor for their basic needs instead of spending all of of the money that you have on your wants and desires? Are you willing to give of your time and treasure to the missional outreach of the church and to the fellowship of believers here at Countryside instead of rushing out of church so that you don't miss the Texans' kickoff. Oh, asking a lot, Pastor. But where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. You've heard that before. And so we should think about where is my treasure? Where is my heart? When I gain, do others benefit also? Or is it just me? Philippians 3, verse 7 and 8. Yet whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. God doesn't care if you have a 50-inch flat screen. The point is, 
are you willing to give sacrificially for the benefit of others? And do you count those things that you have been blessed with in comparison to the love of Jesus Christ? Do you count them as worthless compared to Christ? That's what he's getting at. You see, Jesus Christ must have first priority. Matthew 19, 16 through 21. Then someone came to him and said, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to them, he said to him, which ones? And Jesus said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother also, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, I have kept all these. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. Number four, the cost of discipleship is constant. Luke 9.23 Then he said to them all, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. See, the cost of discipleship is not a one-time thing. Some people have this idea that when we accept Jesus, it's a one-and-done deal. Acceptance is step one on a long, sanctifying road. The cost of discipleship is a journey as much as it is a destination. See, being a disciple means being all in. You have to be in it to win it. You have to be in for the long haul. Have I used enough colloquialisms? The commitment is every day. That's the point. Many times a day that we have to choose Jesus over the temptations and distractions of the world. So the cost of discipleship is constant. And then the last one, the cost of discipleship is persecution. John 15, verse 20. Remember the word that I said to you. Servants are not greater than their master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. And if they kept my word, they will keep yours also. Acts 14, 22. There they strengthened the souls of the disciples and encouraged them to continue in the faith, saying it is through many persecutions that we must enter the kingdom of God. 
One more from Paul, 2 Timothy 3.12. Indeed, all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. The cost of discipleship is willingness to suffer and die for Jesus Christ's sake. Now, we may not feel it here in this country yet, but all across the globe, People are dying for their relationship with Jesus. Not just dying to self. I'm not talking self-denial. I'm talking about the cost of their discipleship is their very life. Why are they willing to stand for Christ when faced with their certain death? And the answer is, It's because true disciples have counted the cost beforehand. True disciples have put in the work, done the Bible study, meditated on the Word beforehand. And so they know that when Jesus says in Matthew 10, verse 38, And whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Or when he says in John 12, 25, those who love their life lose it. And those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. When they hear that, meditate on that, study that, when Jesus says that, they know that the value of their discipleship transcends anything that this temporal world temporal life has to offer. The cost of discipleship is persecution, even persecution unto death. See, there is a cost of discipleship. But there is value and reward in it that far outweighs the cost. 2 Corinthians 4.17 For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. Glory beyond all measure. Have you denied self? Have you counted The cost. Yes, the cost is great, but the reward is far greater. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love Him. The cost of discipleship. Expensive. The reward of discipleship. Beyond all measure. Far beyond the cost. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.